You are listening to Practical and Woo by Mindset and Manifest. My name is Eden, and I invite you to embark on a journey with me to explore the practical and spiritual edges of the unknown for the purpose of allowing you to embody and empower yourself uniquely as you are and to intentionally create and live a life of freedom and fulfillment. Each week, I'm going to discuss topics such as energetics, reality creation, manifestation, astrology, tarot, human design, and more to help empower you to live beyond perceived limitations and to practically design your life so it feels like absolute magic every step of the way. Let's dive in. Welcome back for another week of Practical and Woo. Thank you for being here with me today. We are exploring topics that continue to fall under the categories of energetic mastery and reality creation. And this topic is one that supports you to take back your power from outside of yourself. Last week, we talked about the catalog of possibilities, which is essentially seeing the things you want, even when they're in the hands of someone else as confirmation that you're on the right track and a certainty that what you're wanting to experience in your own life is on its way. In this same light, I want to reinforce why staying in your own lane by committing to your authentic self is a key to living a life you love. When you deviate from staying in your lane and you instead compare your life to the life of someone else, being enamored with or envious of their life, their experiences, and their qualities, then you run the risk of falling into the comparison trap. The comparison trap is a form of self-inflicted judgment that we put on ourselves about our own life and how we're leading it. We look at the sparkly and glamorous lifestyle of, let's say, a renowned celebrity And in the process, we devalue our life, accomplishments, our goals, our appearance, and maybe even our experiences. A key tenet to master is to live instead from the inside out and to be conscious of your inner world. In any given moment, your inner world, namely how you're feeling on the inside, is a microcosm that reflects the macrocosm of the world unfolding around you. Let's say you allow yourself to feel joy, and you can do so by drawing to your mind memories and desires that spark the feeling of joy and happiness within you, allowing the sensation of joy to bubble up within your body, its expansive warmth feeling like a hug, saturating your entire self. Committing to this feeling early and often will mirror experiences into your outer reality that continue to evoke and perpetuate the feeling of joy within you. You are expressing and experiencing joy, and so the experiences of your reality will then invite you to continue to express and experience joy. Even though this is a simplistic example of the multifaceted spectrum 
and colorful concoction of emotions, thoughts, beliefs, and energy within you. This example is inviting you to consider that your inner feeling space and the feelings you invoke in that space are a mirror reflection reflecting the reality unfolding around you. If you are comparing yourself to someone else, then you are focusing on the macrocosm first. This is a surefire way to land you right into the comparison trap. If you start by putting your energy into a life experience that is happening outside of you and your experience and then your feelings and emotions are then placed on autopilot. Feelings of fear and shame and guilt will then flood your body in comparison to a life that is not yours. Here's an example. Let's say you want to be just like Oprah. And so you start to study her life's path. Firstly, since Oprah is already Oprah and is already hugely successful at being Oprah and is also world-recognized and known, there may be an automatic feeling of being behind, which would already get you off to a rocky start energetically. You would begin to implement the things she implemented, mimicking all of the lessons she's learned on her journey, or should I more accurately say the lessons you think she's learned on her journey, and then you are locked into a contrived copy and paste life path with an ulterior motive. You may think, but if I walk, talk, and act like Oprah, then I'll be like Oprah and have what Oprah has. Truthfully, I feel exhausted even imagining doing this because energetically, here's what is happening. You are forcing a life path, which means you're very much working against the natural flow of your own energy. In doing this, you would begin to compare how far you've come in mimicking or mirroring this life. And then you're invited to constantly wonder what you're doing wrong or why it worked for Oprah and not you. In this example, you'd devalue yourself and give your power away to someone else's life. And it would also mean that you are disallowing yourself to live authentically with your natural rhythms and also disallowing your own journey to unfold, which means you could never have or experience any potential surprises that you're meant to have, hold, or achieve. What if you're the one who's meant to be the first gazillionaire and you would never know because you're tracing the path of someone you're not? Allow me to be clear here. You are allowed to desire to have life experiences that are resonant or similar to someone else. In fact, as the catalog of possibilities states, someone else having what you desire and want is a confirmation that it's possible, 
meant to be yours and will be yours as long as you keep traveling along the path in alignment with who you are. And on top of that, if you desire to have something, then you can trust that some part of you already energetically achieved it, making that thing so close to you that you can even desire and think about it in the first place. You might be wondering, how do I know I'm in alignment with who I am? Well, you know by the feeling you get when you wholly respect and commit to your life. Because as we've begun to explore in past episodes, you can know that your emotions are a compass and a guidance system informing the direction and proximity to your desires. You must allow your desires to unfold uniquely for you on your path as you are walking it, committed to your authentic self. It may sound cliche, but the comparison trap is the thief of joy. What does it steal? It steals your appreciation and acknowledgement of what makes you special. It steals your peace of mind and replaces your mind space with resentment and bitterness, shame, and a sense of unworthiness. It steals your confidence and sense of self and replaces your emotional world with stress, anxiety, and low self-worth. And all of those things, appreciation, peace of mind, confidence, strong sense of self, are incredible tools to helping you be a master at reality creation and leading a life you love. There is even a potential paradigm that can arise in the comparison trap of comparing an old version of yourself with who you are now. I want you to know and trust that you are who you are now for good reason on the path towards who you've become and who you're growing to be. All of your power resides in your ability to intentionally cultivate your energetic microcosm, your inner self. So how can you do this? You can start out by choosing your authentic self and realizing that your path is made magnificently for you and is meant to be awed and inspired if you choose to allow it to be. You can have everything and anything you desire and set your mind to as long as you continue to stay in alignment or continue to find your alignment with who you are at your core. More specifically, I did want to offer a couple of tools that you can start to implement in order to receive the antidote to the comparison trap, essentially. And just to remind you, it is about really mastering that sense of your inner self, really committing to following your lane, to choosing to feel intentionally emotions that beget you that similar or resonant emotion in your macrocosm. So 
the example of joy. You can go back and re-listen to that example of joy if you want that elaboration. And now all of these tools are ones that I want to dive deeper into future episodes of Practical and Woo. And so I'm going to offer you sort of a list or a, a preliminary overview of a small toolbox in which you can begin to tap into. If you have questions about any of these, I would love to discuss them with you. So you can absolutely reach out and inquire or ask whatever it is that you want or are feeling called to ask. As I am saying this list or this overview to you, I invite you to just consider the words that I'm saying and begin to think critically about and to even, you know, feel into your body what possibly these tools could entail. So the first tool I want to invite into your mind frame is very simply staying in your own lane and competing only against yourself. Competing only against yourself was a mind seed that was dropped into my mind when I was immersed in law school. And in fact, I was the president of the peer support center in my last year of law school and was tasked with the role of speaking to first-year classes after they received their exam marks back and ensuring that they knew that there was support available if they disliked the results that they received. And I remember clearly that the advice I offered was to compete only against yourself. Law school is incredibly competitive. At least my experience of law school was incredibly competitive. And it is very common for law students to compare themselves to others and feel like their entire world is crumbling when they receive lower than a B or obviously an A or an A plus would be like the happiest or the best thing that could happen. Um, It sounds a little silly saying it now, but there is a true phobia of getting anything lower than a B. And competing only against yourself offered the first-year students and offered myself the ability to navigate law school by celebrating my successes, creating my own metric of what I wanted to improve upon, and really maintaining that sense of peace within myself knowing that I had all of the opportunity and the potential to improve and to learn and to grow. So stay in your own lane and compete only against yourself. Celebrating the success of others is another tool that I would love to elaborate upon and elaborate upon the reasons why celebration is such an incredible and juicy way to um, hone and master your mindset. Another one is to cultivate and get into relationship with your third-party observer state or your inner witness. So essentially the third-party observer state would be developing an 
alternative perspective within your mind that is different than the first person experience of your life where everything might be happening to you. Your third party allows you to develop more accountability and also more access to the driver's seat because it is the one that witnesses your beliefs, your thoughts, your emotions, and your habits. Another important tool you could use is the practice of positive self-talk, whether it's intentionally crafted statements or affirmations to yourself where you, you know, even look in the mirror and you say something really kind to yourself. And also a positive self-talk framework or sentence you can use is adding, and that's okay, to the end of everything of, I messed up and that's okay. It's that sense of leniency and the ability to tap into that energy and, and sense of leniency. Forgiveness practices or learning the art of forgiveness is another incredible tool you can use. And also focusing on making micro improvements, micro successes, micro accomplishments, taking your life one step at a time and celebrating the minutia of what it is that you're moving towards. If it's being able to purchase that extra cup of coffee when you're on a strict budget, or if it's inviting yourself to take a break when you normally feel guilty doing so, if it's, um, you know, just about anything, managing to go to the gym when you want to create changes in your physical habits. It's about celebrating the successes along the way. And when you do this, there is a culmination and a compounding that happens that really does add more color and life into your world. And with all of that said, I invite you to commit to yourself, to your life journey, and to the miracles and gifts that are waiting for you to discover along the way. Until next time.